Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's The Uggs. Jamie. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. Paula. She made me get naked on all fours. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. It's episode 208. Ugh, ugh. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. I'm Jamie with my sister Paula. Thank you for the downloads. Thank you for shopping at Avon and Amazon. We really appreciate it. We're nobody and you guys are supporting us and we appreciate that quite a bit. I was listening to somebody who has a podcast where they did their podcast for like four years with like no listeners, no sponsors, no nothing. And I actually had to stop listening because I was in the middle of something and I didn't hear what he did to kind of go over the hump. So I've got, I'm like, I've got to go back and listen to that and find out what he was going to say. But I think he's a comedian. He has like an agent and stuff. So we don't have any of that. I don't think we're funny enough to do like live shows to get people to listen to our show. Maybe. Um, no, I wouldn't do a live show, but I think a mm-hmm. mixer would be fun. A mixer? <laughs> you don't even drink. What are you going to have? Cranberry juice? Well, what's wrong with... What's the matter? You got your period? <laughs> I love cranberry juice. <laughs> That's a diuretic. Actually, the, speaking of the conversation we had before we hit the air, that yes. might help my little predicament. Your constipation? My constipation. <laughs> CCC constipation. I actually uh, have resorted to uh, pharmaceuticals. I drink a cup of Miralax. So oh, you didn't you 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 don't do Metamucil? No. What is that? There, I know what it is, but I mean, oh God, Metamucil it taste like bad orange juice. It tastes like Tang, and yeah. it is grainy. Yeah, and it's like pure fiber. I think it's just basically flavored fiber. That'll clean you out with like a pipe cleaner. So this thing <laughs> I drank, it was like, it was called glycerin and it's a Miralax and it's just these white little crystals. Oh, I think and that's the stuff you can shove up your butt too. I think that's what they make suppositories out of is glycerin. Well, this would have been hard to put up my butt. It's it's powder. And so. Oh, that would not be pleasant. I don't I don't know how you're supposed to do that. But I so like I just, I drank it instead. Well, so it'll reach it eventually, but it does say it should put it, <laughs> it should produce a bowel movement within one to three days. And I'm like, one three to three days? days. I'm like, I've already waited a week. Jeez, I should have you thought, you know what? Oh, not, cor- not correct all. Oh God, that stuff will pull, blow out your ass. <laughs> well, maybe you should do that. Why haven't you done correct all? I don't know. I feel like I've already started this course. I don't want to <laughs> cause any more problems. I just maybe. I don't know. Eat some spinach or something with high fiber in it. Maybe have some beans. I ate a banana. Isn't that supposed to help? No, that's the opposite. That's if you have diarrhea, you fool. Shoot. (laughs) You've just canceled out all of your stuff. I've impeded process. (laughs) You have. You put a block up. Another one. Dang it. Dang it. I know. Well, you know, best of luck on your bowels. I know. I hate it. And I don't even know what the problem is. I don't know how it happened. Well, you know, when you have IBS, it just doesn't matter. Like there is no, there is no reason. It's just your, your body decides to just go into reverse and you know, I think sometimes it just, if you get a little bit stressful or if you just miss the the window, then it could be anything. I maybe I didn't drink enough water one day. I just I don't know. <laughs> and your but. body, your bodies are just so sensitive to any imbalance. Well, mine is especially mine too. And so it's like anything. It. The good old celiacs. I could have eaten something bad, and my intestines <laughs> seized, and now I can't <laughs> poop for a week. It's they're paralyzed. They're just paralyzed. They're just not going to process anything for they're you. Just like we're at just all. we're not pushing anything along. I'm sorry. We just can't do it anymore. You're gonna have to it. do it for us. It's just like a woman in labor when they get to that point. We're like, I can't do it. I can't push. That's what your intestines are doing. And so now you've got the doctor pill coming in, going, "You can do it. I know you can. You have to." I have forceps, Miralax, trying to uh, 
hopefully you don't need the vacuum. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I don't mean, only in desperate measures. Yeah. I don't even think I could do that. Paula. Have you ever no. done that? You, it's an enema, right? Yes. Would you ever do an enema? I've never done an enema. Mom did it on me do. when I was little. Because remember, I used to have all those poop problems when I was little. Yes. So it's never ending for you. It's a lifelong journey it's of a poop process. problems. It's a long process. She made Stephanie. She made Stephanie help her. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You know what? God forbid our mother do anything alone. God forbid she sacrifice anything without. Imp- including a child she made me get naked on all fours <laughs> on her bed oh my god on a towel what? on a towel god forbid she, she put you on the bathroom floor in the tub or something on her like bed she did it and then she made me run to the bathroom and sit on the toilet <laughs> Why wouldn't she just do it when you with Jamie? I don't know. I don't know that she'd ever given an enema. Well, it's definitely not something I've ever done. Well, I, I mean, it doesn't do come it. with rules. It just tells you what to do. It doesn't, you know, tell you what mood to set before. <laughs> I'm just trying to think why. Well, I don't know. I I can't. I can't. I can't really discern why anyone would put an absorbent thing under a person who was getting an enema on a bed. I would think a plastic sheet would be in order or some kind of garbage bag or something. I don't know. It sounds like something a doctor should do. I'm sure she could have taken me to the doctor. There's many yeah. occasions I think that we probably should have gone to the doctor. Right. But, you know, right. they were done at home instead. <sighs> God, we live like animals. Like uh, excising <laughs> the dental floss from my anus. Well, what were you doing with it? That was probably something that should have been done at a doctor's office instead uh, yes. of the real estate office at our, our mother's work <laughs> in the bathroom. Yes. So maybe maybe you have always had problems with your fecal evacuation it's possible maybe it's never been easy mom mom believed when they took out my intestine and they found out that my uh intestines had been or when they not my intestine when they took out my appendix yes and they found out my intestine had been twisted and pulled off the abdominal wall she believed that the dental floss when she (gasps) pulled it had pulled it off the abdominal wall (laughs) oh my god is it even is that even possible I don't know. They said that they, uh, of course, they, do you remember? they had, they had never seen anything like that before. <laughs> of course not. God. Uh, you know what? Luckily you didn't die. Jeez. I had no idea. Yeah. The, the whole, the dental floss thing was significant. I do remember that. And I remember it was, Although with anything, it's like if you get your finger stuck in a, in a door, you know, like in a car door, all you want to do is just get it out and you're pulling because it's just your nature to just pull and get it out. Yeah. It's kind of the thing. Like if you have something coming out of your butt that doesn't belong, you want it just out. And I'm referring yeah. to just about anything, including anal sex. You just want it out. <laughs> get it out. You know. Initially. Yeah, that's true. So uh, I'm sure that the whole just pulling it out, let's just let's just eliminate this problem and pretend it never happened. That that was the that was the. But you don't probably think about you know if there's any repercussions. No, you'll deal with the bodies later. Just get it out, right? And unfortunately, you know, and now that we're older, we know that if someone, including an animal, eats something like dental floss, the last thing you should do is rip it out of their asshole. You, <laughs> yeah, need, to be, right. you need to take them to the vet or, or the doctor. A, or a dish rag. <laughs> you know what? I don't know how I did that, Paula. Our dog ate a dish rag and I pulled it out of its ass. And I don't know how you did that without harming it. I took a, it was very slow, but I, you know, I will, free, our mom, our mom was of no help. I called her and I'm you like, called her something. pull it out. <laughs> She's like, just pull it out for the love of God. I can't even work an eight hour day. You know, like, there was always something going on insane at our house when she was trying to make a living. And we're like, what? It's not even anything I did. Like, I can't help it. Why are you but... calling me with this nonsense? <laughs> Pull it out! <laughs> Can you even imagine what mom had to say to her boss? I, I have to go home for a moment. Uh, Why? The dog oh, has my. swallowed a dish rag. And <laughs> I have to pull the dish rag coming out of its, out of its butt. butt. I imagine I'll be gone for a half an hour and I'll be right back. <laughs> and I'll be back. 
But no, I ended up pulling it out. And then I called her back. I'm like, it's done. I got it out. She's like, oh, for God's sake. Goodbye. Click. Goodbye. I mean, she just I'm didn't want to hear it anymore. She's like, I don't. And if you, <laughs> it's one of those things. And all of our lives are like that, by the way. Like, we, we did not, like, have a childhood like that and then just came out of our childhood and, and created our own families and have those things not occur. It happens all the time. Even today, it's like you, you tried to tell someone about anyone's daily life in our family. They wouldn't believe it. They would say, you're lying. You're making it up. I'm like, no, I'm not. I swear to God, my dog has killed 15 skunks. I seriously am not lying about it. And they wouldn't, they would not believe it. It's but true. But it's true. You've seen the anus in the trees? I've seen yeah, him. I mean, it's been there. I've seen him. Speaking of animals, I wanted to discuss animals for the first part of our show because... There's been a lot of animal activity yeah. in my life. And I think even in your life. I had some myself. Yeah. So Daryl and I decided on Sunday, we had nothing going on. and It was a fairly nice day. We decided at the very last minute to go to Napa for a couple of hours. We weren't doing anything major. It was just a pretty drive. And, you know, we just thought it'd be fun to go to lunch or something. So we decided to go to Yountville, which is where Michael Chiarello's restaurant Bottega is. And it's a beautiful, breezy day. We were able to get reservations right when we got there, and we were going to sit outside. So we go, we sit down at the table, and sitting across from us is a couple with a dog. And they have, and it's out on a patio, so it's outdoors, which is why I think they are, they allow dogs. I've never seen a dog at Bottega in my life, and when we were there, there were three of them. So I'm not sure if they changed their policy or if it was just ha- just happenstance. I'm not a big fan of dogs being at restaurants, but, you know, when you're sitting out on a patio, I guess it happens. So the dog has its own bed and it's under the table. It's a little French bulldog. Okay. Now, I, I'm i already like, I hate my life because it's a distraction and I'm, I don't think it's appropriate oh, and to bring a dog. a little ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. Now, if they... There's no, there's nothing you can tell me that would explain why you have to bring your dog to a meal ever, unless you're blind. Other than that, well, I don't I mean, get it. If it's a surface dog, that's yes. different, right? That's my point. Not, not because you have anxiety. Pop a Xanax and leave the dog at home. I'm just saying, if you, if you truly need this dog to find your way out of a place or whatever, you know, if you have, if you have epilepsy or something. I mean, I totally understand that. Right. I'm talking about someone's pet. Just because. So these this couple, let me paint the picture for you, Paula. She's trashy. She's white trash. Now, she doesn't look like white trash. She's trying really hard to not look white trash. Her Italian boyfriend, who's probably 20 years older than her, has money. And they're clearly spending the day in Napa. And she's never been, apparently, to a restaurant. Okay. I'm not sure. She's wearing she's wearing jeans and I mean she's she's not dressed inappropriately, but she's wearing this shirt where her gut's hanging out and she was not she wasn't heavy. She was just wearing a shirt that wasn't necessarily appropriate with the jeans that she had on. So you could see her belly. What was interesting was every time a waiter would come by with someone else's meal, she would stop them and ask them what it was because it looked delicious. Okay. Okay. They sat. They sat there for twenty minutes before, because he didn't care. He was literally letting her run the show, and so, oh, what's that? Oh, that looks really good. Oh, you know what? Maybe we'll get that. She did that with every single meal that came by. The dog is now wandering around on a leash. It's wandering through. It's blocking the waiters from or the servers from getting past them to get to other patrons. Oh my god! It's coming near me, which means. You know me. I'd be like, control your animal. I couldn't have been more clear with these people without being vocal that I was disgusted. Like, I was so obvious. I was trying so hard not to be, but I was painfully annoyed. And so when the dog started wandering around, Vino, Vino, puppy, what are you doing? Oh, he's hot. He's just hot. Can we get some water in a bowl? Yeah, yeah that, that work yes thank you so this went on for 20 minutes and finally we had already ordered everything they finally decided to order so now i don't know how indulgent 
this restaurant is with people like this. Like, I don't know. Are they someone important? I have no idea. But it seemed to me they were being incredibly indulgent. What are they going to do? Kick them out? Yes, that's what I would have done. But they were being obnoxious. Or the woman and this dog were being obnoxious. So finally, the man finally realized how disgusted I was. I was being like so obvious. He's like, you know what? I'm going to take the dog for a walk. And I was like, thank the fucking stars. He's taking the dog out. So he takes the dog out. 20 minutes later, he's, he's been gone that long, comes back with the damn dog. He sit, The dog sits down, gets his water. And so she sees them coming and she's like, oh, you know, she has ice now for the dog. Screaming across the restaurant, Vino, come on, baby. Come on, baby. And I'm just like, are you kidding? Like, is this real? Is this really happening to me? And it's not happening to me. It's happening to all of us. I'm like, what is going on? Like, this is out. I was out. I was. It was outrageous. I thought outrageous behavior. So the dog won't come to her. <laughs> the dog just won't. And the boyfriend is like, oh, honey. And I can't do Italian. I don't know Italian. He's like, oh, honey, he's hot. He's just hot. And so finally he picks up the dog, brings it back to the dog bed, and it sits down. Then it starts barking at people. Now they have ordered, and I swear to God, four servers and the manager came and delivered all their food at once so they could eat and get the hell out of there. Our food comes. She literally stops our server and asks what we ordered. Oh, that looks good. I think we're going to get that too. I am not kidding. This woman acted like she'd never been in a restaurant nicer than Denny's ever in her life. And Daryl, who is one of the nicest people you've ever come to meet, was his face. I go, what is with the face? He goes, I can't even talk about it. He's like, this woman is so revolting. So I turn and look and she's like, oh, isn't everything just said delicious to me? And I was like, oh my God. And I turned around, Daryl and I started texting each other. And I'm like, what is up with this bitch? And he's like, she's so disgusting. I think she's homeless or she's a prostitute or something. Like, it's obviously unusual, right? The dog starts barking at other people. And I said, why have they not been asked to leave? They wrapped up their food and sent them on their way. It was unbelievable. And I said, is this normal? Like, is this what it is? This what we've come to? Like, this is a really nice place. Right. It's not, it's not, I mean, it's casual and there are definitely a lot of locals, but this is clear, you know, so they leave and it's like the winds changed and the guy comes and he's like, would you guys like dessert or anything? Cause we'd already finished our, our lunch. It was just, a, you know, we had a really light lunch. He goes, would you guys like anything else? And I said, you know what? Normally no, but I want to enjoy how quiet and peaceful it is right now. So if you could please bring us the dessert menu and another glass of wine, I would love it. He goes, I am so sorry. He's like, that was awful. And I go, yes, it was. Thank you. And, and I'm like, thank you for acknowledging that that was terrible. That's really all anybody wants, right? Is that this is not normal please and ruining everyone around you's you know life for 45 minutes of your stupidness it was ridiculous can you even imagine why did they even allow it in the first place uh it's an outdoor eating area and like i said there were other dogs and so i think it's one of those things where they must allow dogs during the day i i've never seen it before and i'm like maybe they changed their policy or or something but i think they need to change it back because that was just terrible and it definitely i mean it nobody actually ruins my day unless i allow them to ruin it but i have never had to (laughs) i've never had to control myself verbally so much in a really long time you know it it was very difficult god that sounds awful what i really hated was that nobody said the manager no one said anything and i thought i i understand the customer's always right and i get all of that this is not a place that's going to suffer if you kick these people out the door they may have ordered everything on the menu every time somebody came by and she wanted it and so they would get it but they packed all that shit up and sent them on their way good they did not let them stay so i mean maybe that was their way of doing it oh and then she insisted that they fill up their water bottle before they left so they brought out a big pitcher of water and filled up her water bottle and she left it behind she just left it behind and i'm like oh my god they're gonna come back i'm like get that thing out of here she sounds like she was probably drunk she was acting like a kid in a candy store that's why i think first of all she obviously wasn't money yeah. People of money don't behave. People with even an income don't behave that way. Calling her a prostitute 
would be over the line normally, but I really don't think she is comfortable in a place like this. It's not fancy, but it's not a barn. You know, it's right. not someone's backyard. So I don't know. I mean, she clearly was outside of her element. She was comfortable because she had money to spend and it wasn't her money is essentially what it felt like. He's probably married. That's what I said. That's what I told Daryl. Trust me, I've gone, I've been there. <laughs> I've gone that route. Uh, well, you I, behave like I that. took the trip to Napa. I got to buy whatever I wanted. Yes. But there was no dog involved, but you, you know what I'm saying. The Ugly Truth Podcast will always be free. So we appreciate you supporting the show by shopping on Amazon via our links on UglyTruth.com. Here's Jamie with her Amazon Pick of the Week. Hi, Hugs. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and if you are looking to find a gift of appreciation for that special mom in your life, look no further. Amazon.com has a Mother's Day gift shop with several options for everybody, and you know how much I love my options. You can also buy your greeting cards, and I love that too, because if you wait till the last minute, there's nothing left in the stores. So head on over to the Ugly Truth website, click the Amazon link, type in Mother's Day, and you will find this gorgeous shop full of items for you to peruse. Your mom will be happy, and you might even find something for yourself. Happy Mother's Day. Bye, Uggs. You can get this deal and literally anything you could ever want from Amazon and support our show at the same time by visiting UglyTruth.com slash shop. Thanks for helping out the truth. Let's get back to the show. So, anyway. Oh, boy. It was so irritating. I'm like, oh, God, I... You know, and I've never been one of those people to cast judgment on those who bring their dogs with them. I can't. You know? say, it's it's a trend that just annoys the shit out of me. Well, I mean, the, the airplane the ex- thing is awful. Like the airport thing is just the worst, which I don't get. I don't know when that started. Well, the abuse of service dogs in general kind of bothers me. Like yes, if me you too. walk past a service dog and it starts barking at you, then it's you know a it's not a legit service dog. <laughs> no, it's I mean, just somebody bought a vest. <laughs> someone just, you know, they just want to bring their dog with them. Well, what I and you know what I hate about that too is that people who have legitimate needs for a service dog uh, now people question what whether or not they're real, which that really bothers me because Especially I actually know if you don't look handicapped. I mean, there's I, other I reasons that, yes. you know, people get service dog. Like you said, if you have epilepsy, epilepsy. yes, that's a total legit reason that, right. you know, you might. And that can be any kind of dog that could be, yes. you know, well, they're big, trained to sense it. Yeah, it could be a bigger dog or it could be like a little tiny chihuahua. I mean, yep. it, as long as it can tell you, you know, you, hey, you're about to have a seizure then it doesn't matter how big the dog is but That's if, right. but people get all like you know hey you look like a perfectly healthy young lady why do you have a service dog yes. you know or whatever it might be whatever the reason if it's legitimate i wish there was a way to differentiate like there was a way to not be able to i'm a fake service dog <laughs> buck the system right like i don't i wish there was something that could differentiate between those who just order the vest online versus those that actually get you know a real but nowadays it's so easy to fake anything that it's it's impossible but yes I I I hate the air I don't I hate that that people are allowed to bring their dogs into an airplane I hate that more than anything in the world I just don't understand it it's so unsanitary I mean there's dogs that are taking dumps on airplanes now it's disgusting (laughs) I would freak out I'd be like if I saw are you kidding me I would accost those people. I'd be like, how dare you subject me to this? I'd be like, it's freaking first class from here on out. I'm not dealing oh, with yeah. that. And if there Absolutely. was a freaking dog in first class, I'd be like, no fucking way. <laughs> I did not come up here to have a, your German deal with shepherd Fifi. take a giant shit right yes. in the middle of here while I'm drinking champagne. Like, get Cochise and Coach. If I want get that, that dog out of here, I'll go home <laughs> because I get God. plenty of dogs and cats taking shits all over my house i don't approve and i don't give a fuck if there are people listening going i take my dog well you shouldn't you should okay leave him at home it's not meant for you well look if you are 
faking service animals, then you should shame, shame on, on you. you. You shouldn't yes. be doing it. No. And not only that, but it's just so you're you're just impo- people are you're imposing your life on others that isn't necessary. It's like I love my dogs. I love my cats. I'm not taking them on rides or, you know, outside of the vet. I'm taking them on walks. Don't put you know, you know when this all started? Paris Hilton adopting those freaking teacup dogs and carrying it around in her purse like an accessory. <clears throat> That's when this started. Thanks, Paris. Yeah, really. That's true. That's definitely it is. true. Okay, so tell me about your dog. <laughs> so I don't. What happened? I don't even know what happened. That's the problem. Oh. Is we noticed that our Australian Shepherd Bo, who happens to have hip dysplasia, mm. was walking around and he was limping. And we're like, hmm. well, "Why are you limping?" You're like, "Oh <laughs> like, no, what happened?" And so we thought it was his hip dysplasia. But the more we started watching him walk, because we had him walk around a little bit trying to see, like, the source of the limp. The more we started watching him walk, it was his front left paw. And we're just like, what did you do to your paw? So we started trying to look inside his paw to see if there was, like, something stuck in there or Mm. what it was. We started kind of, like, feeling the paw. And as we got up higher and feeling the paw, then he, like, yelped. And so we're just like, oh, my God, did you break your paw on something? Like, what did you do? (laughs) So, of course, we had to take him to the vet right away because, you know, we didn't want to take any chances and make sure that, you know, there wasn't anything broken or something like that. And so I'm, I'm expecting to spend like hundreds of dollars here. Cause I'm like, this is right. exactly what we need a week before payday. <laughs> Another bill. Well, and you know, that's, I mean, typically like, that's just a money suck. It, it can be for sure. Cause I yes. was already thinking, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, they're going to want to do x-rays. They're going to want to anesthetize him because, yeah, you know, otherwise he'll be moving and, right, you know, right. they'll have so to. So $500 later, oh, it just strained his paw. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right, right. Fortunately, I was able to get an actual appointment instead, oh, instead of, of emergency. Instead of the emergency visit. So that saves us $100. Yes. The doctor came in and she felt the paw and she, you know, moved it around and everything like that. And she says, I don't think it's broken because she says it's moving and I I don't feel any breaks. She says, I feel it's a little swollen, like maybe it's a soft tissue. Oh, like maybe like a, a bad bruise or could he have slipped or something or like a pulled muscle or something like that. Well, the day before the girls were outside and they were running around and they said, we're going to take the dogs for a walk. Well, they were they were running with the dogs and the dogs just aren't used to that because our well, dogs are, you know, they're just not active. Well, and not only that, but I mean, he has other issues. He it's does not have like he's super displeasure. duper healthy. Yeah. So maybe he was. I wonder the, if maybe he like stepped on a rock or aw, if he just puppers. did something. And so mm. he, clearly he overdid it and yeah. something happened. <laughs> yeah. He needs he needs some icy hot so, and a heating pad. Yeah, he does. <laughs> well, and he's, you know, he'll be eight this year. So I know. He's he, not, and he's not yeah. a young guy. No. <laughs> He's an older adult. She prescribed an NSAID for dogs, which is Aww. like like an ibuprofen or something. Sure. Give him some Advil. He'll be fine. Yeah, basically. So we got out of there for uh, $51.25. Oh, my God. We've never had that cheap of a visit. I was going to say, I'm like, we'll be back. Just a regular visit to go in there to get him checked up and get him it's all the shots. It's like 150 bucks. Yeah, that's really cheap. That's nice. That I they, was shocked. They, they, maybe they under maybe they forgot to charge you for something. I'm positive. I'm positive we'll get a bill. Well, you know, I did I tell you about Tyler's cat, Lucas? No, what happened? Okay, Ty- no, it's it's alive. Oh, okay. Tyler, I know. <laughs> Tyler's cat, well, you know, Tyler's had a bad run with with cats. His 14-year-old cat passed away three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And then he got, when we moved to this house, he got a new cat, and that was uh, Kurt. Kurt didn't even live a year. He, he, there was something wrong with him. I don't remember. They, yeah. they just said genetically there was something wrong with him. And then Lucas, he got Lucas like six months later. So Lucas is like two years old. He just wasn't doing well. He was sick. And, you know, well, Tyler called us 
and said, can you watch him? He's not doing well and I don't want to leave him home alone. I'm like, yeah, sure. So I watched him. I'm like, yeah, there's something wrong with this cat. He was walking kind of gingerly and he just wasn't up to his, he wasn't being normal. Well, you know, our son who just turned 25 and just getting started in his life, he does not have the funds to take care of an emergency with a pet. Right. But no one really does. That's the thing. I, when something bad happens, you usually have to make the call. It's like we either are putting it down or we're doing the bare minimum. It's never, you never have the opportunity. So, of course, Daryl and I just got our tax refund. And so we had the funds. Oh, if good. something If something bad were to happen. So I said take it to this vet, our vet, and let's find out what's going on. So they did x-rays, they did blood work, they did pretty much, we, we approved almost everything to find out. The cat's young, and if it's just an infection, you know, we'll, we'll do it. $800 later, <laughs> they could not find what was wrong with the cat. And they said, we've given it, we're giving it painkillers, antibiotics, and steroids. And if he's not better by Tuesday, because it's a mystery, all we can tell you is, we can take the next step, which would be MRIs and all that. She's, but we're getting to a point where you're going to have to think about if it's worth it. And I just said, well, we're just going to hope and pray that all of this stuff works, Tyler, because, I mean, I was so stressed because I said, Daryl's the one that agreed to do it. I I was like, I, my limit was 500, which is still a lot. Yeah. But... You know, Daryl has such a soft spot for Tyler when it comes to stuff like this. And so he's like, I just couldn't. What am I going to do? Say no. And I'm like, no, I I would have done it. It, I mean, if I had been the one signing the papers, I would have said, yeah, we're doing it. You know, so we we did it. Luckily, the cat freaking recovered (laughs) because I told Tyler said, no news is good news. Do not call me unless we're in a dire situation. And I didn't hear from him. And I was like, oh, thank God. But eight hundred dollars. For every, oh I mean, that's God. a lot. So, of course, you know, friends of ours, you really need pet insurance. And I said, I, you know what? I get it. But, you know, a hundred years ago, you'd have just shot the thing and gotten another one. Right. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm saying, I realize that we've evolved past that. But there, there really comes a point where, you know, animals don't live very long anyway. And trust me, I love them. They're like family. I get all of that. But I'm not going to spend that kind of money on an animal that probably ain't going to make it anyway. Like I've heard of people who definitely do the chemo and they do surgeries and they're in like $8,000 for their animals. That's ridiculous. If you want to do that, by all means, you probably don't have children though. Right. Or you, you know, or you haven't had to endure some significant health crisis. Well, it's if, just, I mean, it's, I just guess diff- if, it's perspective. It's just perspective. That's all. If you have the means to do all that, then that's fine. But I mean, yeah. I just know us personally. Right. That I'm only just, speaking for me. Yeah. That would put our family in a financial bind. And that's just it. It's it's just not something right that we could do. Plus, I would never want to do something that would put our animals in any kind of, you Pain. know, pro- prolonged pain with with the possibility of of not being successful that's just right that that's that sounds so cruel to me i i i couldn't do it to him i agree too and the thing is is that you know eight hundred dollars i don't i mean i don't care if you're rich or not that's a lot of money it's a huge amount of money that's that was a lot of money and you know and of course like especially on the fly right i was telling my friend i said you know, the second you get in the flesh and you have children, a crisis is going to hit and you're going to someone's engine's going to blow. Someone's cat's going to get sick or something. Now, yes, I could have been a hard ass and said, look, Tyler, I'm sorry. This is your cat. You should have figured it out. But personally, I could not do that. I mean, if it was anything else, I'd be like, you know, dude, I'm sorry. You know, but this just was one of those things that we decided to do you know i mean and yes it it was our tax refund and you know whatever but it it it, i could have i can think of a hundred other things i would have rather spent eight hundred dollars on than a cat's ass i mean when i was his age Mm -hmm. and i remember having my own apartment and a job and everything like that and victor and i talk about this all the time Mm. we're just like remember the days when like (laughs) 75 dollars was like huge it like, is like getting getting an like an extra check or something like that, and you're like, yeah. oh my god, you know, yes. <laughs> like we're rich. Eight hundred dollars <laughs> is rent, 
Like, I mean, it's like crazy. That's that's a lot. I can't even imagine if I had an animal and they told me eight hundred dollars. I'd be like, you're gonna have to put it down for eighty and be done with it. If someone gave me eight hundred dollars, like I would be scared because I wouldn't even <laughs> know what to do with like, that kind of it's money. It's like a million dollars. That's true. If someone gave me eight hundred dollars right now, I probably wouldn't even know what to do with it. I'd be like, oh my god, what do we do? Uh, well, let's go to dinner and figure it out. Yeah, I guess. Steaks yeah. for everybody. Yeah. I when I was twenty. Well, now, of course, life has changed quite a bit. When right. people are 25 now, it's not the same as when we were 25. But I can just remember that, you know, if somebody told me that it was going to cost that much to fix something that wasn't permanent, I'd be like, okay. I mean, I really love this cat, but I mean, what's going to happen? What, what can I get for $200 or $100? Right. You know, like, I, or, or can I turn it in? Can I, like, re- can I, like, give you the animal? <laughs> I mean, I've just, I've done that. I have right. done that. I have literally turned cats into vets because I, well, first of all, they were kind of feral and I just had, kind of let them stay on my patio. But I mean, it's it's definitely one of those things that most people in their 20s can't afford. And then, of course, there's the people that will, that will say, well, if you can't, then you shouldn't have an animal. I'm like, I don't know anyone who would pay $800 for a cat. I, I mean, and, and think, oh, yeah, no big deal. Here, let me write you a check. You know, yeah, that's really? a lot. It was a lot. It was, it took my breath away. <laughs> I mean, that's for sure. And they never found out what was wrong with him? Never. But he's fine now. He's great. And I ask all the time, like, how's that cat? <laughs> how's the $800 cat? Yeah, really? Seriously. <laughs> how's the pound cat Jeez. that we got for $5? The Uggs know if you're going to go out in public, it's best that you, at least, do a lip and a clip. To help out, Paula has your lip and clip tip of the week, brought to you by the Ugly Truth Avon store. Here's Paula. Hi, Hugs. It's Paula here to talk about Avon. One of the Avon pages I haven't spoken to you about is the outlet section. Duh. I don't know why I haven't. This area has makeup, skincare, bath and body, fragrance, fashion, and jewelry. And they're all heavily discounted because they are going, going, gone. However, there are still many items worth purchasing. And that's what makes it such a steal. To get there, go to the main Avon page, click on the sales tab. Once you're there, on the left-hand side, go all the way to the bottom and click on the outlet tab and then shop away. Enjoy your amazing deals. Get this and tons of other lip and clip favorites from our Avon store at uglytruth.com shop. And now, once again, here are the Uggs. So really quick, because we're running out of time already, did you see the, the Nordstrom jeans? Oh, the dirty ones? The pretend muddy jeans that represent hardworking. It said something like it's represents... Like the, the Mike Rowe uh, dirty yes. jobs. Yes, they're the dirty jeans that you can buy for $425 at Nordstrom. Why not just buy a clean pair and go roll around in the mud? Yeah, well, what was funny... Well, that's, of course, what I thought. But I thought, you know... These ideas that whoever's in charge of purchasing fashion wear for Nordstrom, we as ugly sisters would be making a killing at Nordstrom right now if we were given this opportunity. (laughs) Because I was thinking about when we were little and we created art by taking river rocks and smashing purple agapantha flowers onto them and making them stick and then going door to door and selling them as art. Making dresses out of bed sheets. (laughs) Yes. Or uh, why not do that? Yeah. Togo dresses. We would make full on wedding dresses. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, I could, we could, we could do that. We could do the new, you know, messy wedding bride, the new messy bride. You know, if you don't want to be all like, you know, mainstream. We could do that with the finest of cotton cheese. Completely custom to your body. <laughs> custom tailored. And we could just whip something out and be like, hey, $800. And then I mean, do your hair in a ponytail, but it can be like, you know, spiky and frayed out. And, you know. You would look like Ariel from Little Mermaid when she first got her legs. <laughs> we could totally do that. I mean, we had all kinds of ideas. We could, we could make a killing for Nordstrom. I thought, man. We really missed our calling because, I mean, if this is what they're coming out with now, it's like, we're so rich and we're so bored. We don't even know what to make. So, I know. Let's look like poor people and we'll just put on these jeans and we'll just make them dirty because that's what poor people look like. God, that was I mean, ridiculous. I don't get it. 
425 and, and please, I would love to meet the person who buys these. That's the person I want to meet so I can tell them how dumb they are. Uh, I just so badly want to know who buys them. So I, bad. I think, I think people will be too embarrassed to buy them. I really don't know, but I would love to see. And, you know, it's like, is this as bad as acid wash jeans? I don't think so. No, because, I mean, everybody liked those. And actually, those are still kind of around. I mean, if you look up, there's still those ripped, like, yeah. you know, little hold well, jeans. Well, ripped, ripped jeans are in. Ripped jeans yeah. are in. And, of course, all the, you know, older folks are like, why? I, why would you pay money to buy ripped jeans? Because they're cute. Yeah. I think they're cute. But um, is it any worse than dirty jeans? I don't know. I okay. Don't I, know. I never recall. <laughs> the only thing I recall... Somewhat similar is there was a rinse to a jean where the front uh, looked kind of like uh, muddied, dingy. Yes, and right. and I, I never liked that. those because I thought they looked dirty. I agree. I do remember those. I remember seeing those Macy's and going, "Why would buy? Why would anyone buy anything that had brown on them? If yeah, jeans like that didn't look right to me." I don't think so. guest jeans ever did that, but yeah, I think there were definitely brands that most that most that. brands had like a dingy style that was like yes. it almost like it had a copper rinse in it or something like that, something to make it look dirty and like yellowy and I didn't like it. And All so I, know, yeah. I never let Victor or Ryan buy <laughs> any of them. I'm like, no, you guys look dirty. I would like to know whose idea it was to do this because we probably have the same brain. Probably. They're probably <laughs> laughing that they're that they got this sold. It's like, oh my god, they they bought it. That's Excellent. Ridiculous. Remember when we had? Remember we sold them those clear panel mom jeans? Let's give them money jeans and see what they do. Oh my god, they bought it. We're oh, so rich. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I can't wait to see what's next that we can make fun of. It's just, I, I really wish I could just, dear Nordstrom, <laughs> I'd like yeah, to really. sell you. I'd like to sell you this rock with a flower on it. It's art. It's a, it's a California original. <laughs> For you to place all over your stores. Yes. As decoration. $300. Because <laughs> they're all handmade. Yes, exactly. And then some moron. Oh, this is stylish. I really, I am really liking. This is very organic. We've never seen anything like this before. I think this would look fabulous in my sunroom next to my organic (laughs) pieces. So let's get this. How much? Three. Oh, it's a steal. Can you wrap it? God, we'd make a killing. Yeah. And then we'd be smashing flowers on rocks for like, you know. Weeks, please. We order. We would not. We'd lose interest in five hours. Be like, I'm tired. Can we? What's your What's your son doing? Do you think he'd want to do this? Here, kids, come here. Here, all you have to do is smash. I've got something fun for you to do. (laughs) We would lose interest so quickly. We'd be like, this is dumb. Why did we ever agree to do this? (laughs) I don't know. All I know is that our mom was. So, well, because we're like, because we're getting eighty dollars per rock. That's why it's like, that's nothing. I'll get a job and do that. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, really. Mom would jump in. I don't know how in the world our mom allowed us to sell those door-to-door in our neighborhood is beyond me. Did you guys sell any? Yeah. We made $5. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Okay, so I was at the gas station and I was getting gas. You got your own gas? Yes, I did. And that's so shocking. I got in my car and I drove off and I looked at the <gasps> lady and she was waving at me and I looked oh over God. at her and she's just like banging on the side of her car, like saying something like your gas. And I'm like, <gasps> what? So I look back in my side view mirror and I left my gas flap open. Oh. And so I'm like, oh, okay, thanks, you know, and I waved. And so then the next car came up, and they're like, your gas, what? And I'm like, okay, I'm like, yeah, I know, I left my gas flap open, thank you, you know. So this went on for, like, the whole mile back to my house. I had, like, five cars being like, your gas flap is open. (laughs) 
And I'm like, I know. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I know my gas flap is open, you know, because like I knew it was open. But to each car that came by me, it was like news to them that my gas flap was open. So they're just like, your gas flap is open. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate so it. Funny. Did you at least freaking say, so, you know what people expect you to do is get out and close. Well, I'm not going to stop in the street no, and like, you know, not. close my gas flap or anything like that. Gas flap sounds gross, by the way. Stop saying it like that. Well, what do you call it? I don't know. I just, you're, you're all gas flap. I'm like, that sounds oh, gross. For fuck's sake. So anyways, <laughs> I was literally a mile from my house. So I'm just like, you know, but I was like all self-conscious like the whole way because I was like, <laughs> like someone's gonna open I was waiting say. for the next car. Finally, finally, I merged into one lane. So I'm like, oh, thank God, I'm all. No one can talk to me about you know my gas Their tank gas being flap. my gas tank being open. It's <laughs> funny, but it was just it was embarrassing. But that is super. What funny. was funnier is is that every time a car came by, they had to tell me to let me know about. <laughs> hey. My At least you live in a open. very, very courteous part of town. Yes, everyone's it was. very helpful. Yes, every, everyone, everyone, everyone yes. had to tell me. Well, isn't that lovely for well, you? Well, and the thing is, is like, I, did they think I wouldn't notice at some point, or did well, they just want to tell me? Or it's just like those people who leave their turn signal on, and I never understand how they don't hear the clicking in their car for ten miles. <laughs> Good question. And you just want to ram into them. Good question. Same thing, maybe. I mean, I don't know. They were just trying to be helpful. I, I don't know what they expect you to do, but I'd be embarrassed. That'd well, be I'll never make that mistake again. I'll God forbid, much. Paula. Don't ever leave your gas flap open. I guess. Jeez. So. Well, I think you're probably going to win, but I'll tell you mine anyway. So, okay. like I said, we got a, we got a refund. And so Daryl, finally, I got, I convinced him to get an upgraded television for the front room. Cool. We have had the, the TV that we had had was like eight years old. It was super old. It was one of the first flat screen LGs ever made. I remember when he bought it and it's, you know, it was small. It was like 49 inches. Yeah. It was, it was a tiny flat screen. And I said, just, you know, I'm sure there are other things that we could think of to spend the refund on, but I really think that we should just get the TV. You, The technology is like a hundred times better than what we have. We don't need anything else. So let's just indulge and get your, get your TV. He's like, all right. So I finally convinced him to get it. So the thing gets delivered because we don't have a car big enough to take it home. He got a 65-inch LG. Oh, good. Super nice. Is it the 4K kind? It's the, it is 4K, but it's more than that. It's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. whatever the fancy it's more than 4k it's not more than 4k but it's like 4k ultra high def or something like that uhd or something yeah it's nice and so it comes in this as you know it comes in a box that's bigger than me yes it's it's huge really very tall so he takes it all apart and he is able to recycle everything but the actual box. Mm-hmm. So all the crap that comes with it, he got in the recycle bin. And what he did was take the box that's six feet long and five feet tall, and he puts it against the house by the garbage cans. Now, normally, I don't mind, but when we had our alarm installed, he said the last thing you want to do is leave new technology boxes sitting out because people will know you have a brand new thing and they'll break in and steal it exactly so he was out of town and he had left it out and i said okay well this is not acceptable so sometimes i forget that i have t-rex arms and i just think i can do whatever i want so i pick up i'm going to pick up this box and i'm going to put it over on into the backyard over the gate i'm just going to push it over the gate you know, over the top because we have it deadlocked now. So you, I'd have to like literally unlock the gate to open it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to go through the effort of going into the house, unlocking the door and just simply pulling the box. I'm going to Herculean pick it up and push it over the gate. That's what I attempted to do. <laughs> and I picked it up. And this thing is not just a thin cardboard box. It's like 
what is it it's got it's like it's got enhancements inside yeah it's, got, it's like, reinforced it. that's it it's reinforced to hold this very expensive television so i pick it up and it's like 80 pounds yeah like, it's, a her- it's a hearty box it's not thin. Yes. so i picked it up and i pushed it over almost killing one that's probably why my back hurts i'm just thinking about that right now that's Could probably be. why my back hurts so i pushed it over so not only did i get i got it over the thing which must have been hilarious to see but it fell right on top of my garden oh no i know luckily it's bordered off because bodega was trying to sleep in it so but i ripped the the gate completely off with this fucking box and i'm like wow wow i could have actually broken the window over there so luckily i didn't do that it was a nightmare it was a night i'm like see i can't do anything does anybody do anything I mean, can I ever do anything normal? No. no. I've got to think of the, the hardest way to eliminate the sight of this box by pushing it over a seven-foot gate. Everything's a production. Why can't I just do it like normal? No, my brain, because like I told you earlier, I'm all about instant results. Before the show, I was telling you that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want instant results. I am not going to do it. And I've been this way my whole life. And this is why I do things wrong always luckily i didn't i thought for sure it was going to come back and bite bite me in the ass i like i thought the thing was going to fall on me which would have been terrible oh my but, gosh uh, anyway I, you definitely win oh, it was thanks. an awkward yeah it was an awkward moment for me and i caused damage but no i well if anyone saw me i don't know oh that'd be funny Fran next door tends to notice things and then she mentions it later. She's like 87 and she has people come over and like go on walks with her and stuff. And if I'm outside, she's like, oh, you're the one making all the noise over there. You're like, uh. <laughs> like yeah, that would be me. Uh, she thinks my name's Maxie, though. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> she's really nice, but still. That's silly. I know. Anyway, so yeah, you win. Yay! The TV box bested me, but not you. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. So thanks for joining us, friends, for another Ugly and Awkward episode. Episode. We shall be back next week. Let me see something here. What? Let me... It's not going to be my birthday. Don't even think about it. Oh, never mind. No. Sorry. I thought it was going to be May 4th, but... Oh, yeah. No, that's... um. Oh, but you know what? It will be... Next week is May 4th, so may the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you always. Yes. Oh, is Ryan going to go see Guardians of the Galaxy? We are. We're just... Okay, We don't know when. I don't know when it comes out. Next week, I think. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, okay. We're going to go see it immediately. We're so excited. Yeah, we want to see it, too. So... I can't wait. I am Groot. I am Groot. (laughs) He's my favorite. That little baby Groot is the cutest thing on the pool. I am Groot. <laughs> He's so cute. Just so, the cutest little thing. Anyways, keep shopping Amazon and Avon for us. We appreciate it. Uh, we always appreciate the kickbacks from uh, your purchases. So that's yeah. why we have you shop there. Plus, there's good stuff on there, too. I think so. And with Mother's Day coming up, now's the time. That is true. So other than that, have a fabulous week, and we will see you next week. That's a wrap, but make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts, and then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.